guys, hope you are flying old glory today. This week, is it Flag Week or Flag Day? It's Flag Day when we're recording here on Tuesday, June 14th. It's a banner of a day, Jim. Unbelievable. One of the big ones here. We don't talk about Flag Day much as a, as a country. Well, that's why we started this podcast, so we could talk about the old, uh, the old grand old flag. It's a very forgotten holiday. We, we used to break that tune down. You're a high-flying flag. <laughs> we're very excited about uh, Oh Glory. Happy Flag Day to all the Americanos out there and to our uh, listeners in Israel, Jim. We, you know, we're not just a, an American podcast. That is true. We're on the charts in Israel, and we love that. And Canada. I was up there promoting the pod. Oh, I know. So we're spreading the word. We're international, and uh, we're happy to have everyone with us this week. For another, uh, I mean, Jim, we got a lot to talk about. We, we've been with each other a lot. We have. And that's why we're at odds. Oh, boy. A lot of, uh, you know. crossed arms right now. I mean, we're living in a little sick. We should, this should be a reality we're show. We're doing okay. Will Jim and Pat make it through the summer? We're going to find out. About to strangle you with old glory today. Only one way to find <laughs> out. No, not you with anger. Uh, we've got, uh, we had a great weekend though. We started off uh, uh, on Thursday with a little White Sox event. The White Sox event was a, Jim, it was fantastic. We were there in the, uh, in the Field Museum. Tony La Russa was there. Kind of zinged him with the, uh, you better move before they think you're an exhibit. <laughs> what do you Which do? he loved. He loved. Anyone want to get a picture with a dinosaur? <laughs> Tony will be over here. <laughs> Sue, not the, the the original Sue was the is the field museum. Sue's moved. Sue moved. She got out of. She's she, like, I'm out of here. She's in the museum. She moved. She's in your neighborhood now. Is she really? She moved to Naperville. Oh no, she did not. No. She, she got moved a condo. To, she moved to Texas. She's not, I thought she was still in the field museum, but in a different wing. She did not want to wear a mask. She moved to Florida. She's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Taking me and my bones. Oh, she's all skin and bones now. That's Sue. That a new, uh, who was it? No, who she went upstairs. You're she right. Upstairs? She did go upstairs. Okay. Sue did. Who's the new dinosaur in the main, on the main level? Uh, Barney. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. That's not the, it was Manny. Was and it, it Manny? sings. It does it sing. <laughs> Plays basketball with Charles Barkley. I wasn't really paying attention to the, the new dinosaur. I'm so upset that they ditched Sue. Yeah. Sue is the one that put him, you know. She put him on the map. Absolutely. I mean, so that was uh, a great night though. A lot of, uh, lot going on. Yeah. Really fun night. A lot going on. Big Sox game that day. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't even know how much we did, but very fun. Uh, you were kind of, uh, let me get up there. I got to interview Jason Benetti and Steve Stone, which was incredibly fun. Uh, we got to have some fun with them. We did some fake promo reads for them. Jim had a pocket square on. I did have a pocket square Beautiful. on. Beautiful. Well, they, you know, they, they'd say dress up. I'm going to, I'm going to pocket square it up. That looked it was a I solid mean, square. It's such a subtle touch. It's an important touch. But I tell you what, I saw some pictures of you that night, Jim, and it really pops. It's from a distance. It really does. It's a great look. Yeah. I thought it was a little uh, strange when you blew your nose in it yeah, during the well, interview. And I wasn't wearing a jacket. It was just sticking out of my t-shirt pocket. So you know, I feel like that was unnecessary for a pocket square in that moment. You know what you could have used for that runny nose? What could I have used? The Benetti pot. That was my the my favorite of all of them. You wrote an incredible read for that. The uh, Is it bases loaded in your nasal cavities? And we had uh, Benetti and Stowe to read some stuff. It was great. Yeah, Jim came up with a great fake giveaway, the Benetti pot. And we uh, wrote a little read for it. So that was the bit. We had a bunch of fake reads. It was good times. And then we had some games with the boys. Yeah. Um, one of the guys was sent down the next day. That was a bummer. Oh, yeah. Gavin Sheets. Yeah, you yeah. see that? Yeah, but the, uh, the the turnout was great. My parents were there. It was awesome. Wonderful night. Very, very cool. Led right into 
Michigan City, Jim. It did. And there's a there's a connection to the night before as we get into Michigan, oh, is Michigan there? City. We'll come back to that. What's the connect? Oh, uh, we're going to come back to yeah, it. Yeah, we are. To Michigan City. Michigan which, City. Which, if you don't know the Midwest, Michigan City is a town in Indiana. It is mm. the Hamptons of the South Side. It's where everyone goes so that buys property. Is, oh, you have property? You have lakefront property? Yes, it's right down the street from the nuclear power plant. <laughs> Just downstream from the steel mills. <laughs> right? We swim in the mercury. <laughs> swim in the mercury. Michigan City is in Indiana, though, which is, is total kind confusing. Of a, kind of a jag move to Michigan. It's people from Illinois. Uh, pretending to be in Michigan in Indiana. <laughs> right. It's a very weird little pocket of America. Hey, are you, are you on your way to Michigan? No, kind of. Why? Why are you going there? We got Michigan City. <laughs> this is Michigan City. You don't need to go to Michigan. Yeah, like Michigan's a hand. Michigan City just moves all those things closer. Michigan City's a fist. That's <laughs> how I like to see it. I heard they just hired Tim Allen. They're paying him <laughs> one more dollar uh, for an ad campaign. Pure Michigan uh -huh. City. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, so um, great shows there at the really Uptown fun. Social. Really cool venue. Rehabbed uh, Catholic Church. Yeah, old church. The, could it get more Southside? Green rooms in the rectory. It was. The old rectory. The old rectory. It's like, did you guys scrub these walls, take the cameras out? <laughs> hey, where's the host? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the 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 venue was, was great. They had the old organ back there. Yeah. Oh, was that the cool. tie-in? It was the like, organ? Uh, no, but, oh, I didn't even think about that. No. We met some people after the shows in Michigan City. Uh, that we, we met a family that uh, we had met. So we had met Danny Wisher oh, on Thursday. The, you knew Danny. Yes. I met Danny on Thursday at the uh, the White Sox event. Uh, very nice guy um, uh, and, and responsible for Wishfest, which is something that you've mentioned on here before you've been a part of. Yes, great foundation. Wishfest they're doing. Uh, they, they have their their big night, the mm -hmm. uh, Wishfest, yeah. which I think it's always been at Bourbon Street. Yep. They may have some other plans for this thing. It's, it's See, growing exponentially. You got it. You have a very small world story about them. These guys are phenomenal. They yeah. have a, a connection to the South Side, uh, to Marist, Nick Wisher, who played at Notre Dame. Um, he had reached out. Anyway, we have a lot of uh, common ground yeah. from the, you know, pediatric cancer world and just the whole, you know, Dr. Canner and Cure It and Anyway, yeah, just great. it was great to see them there. Mm -hmm. You have a connect with them. Oh, also, by the way, they send merch. They've sent me some like gear. It's the coolest gear. They have the best merch. It's unbelievable. I was like, you got to hook up with comics. <laughs> it is. And yeah, help right? people out. I need to call their merch guy. That's a good point. Danny, get me in with your merch guy. I'm, but I uh, saw you talking to Mr. Wisher. Yeah, so it was crazy. So we, I met Danny on Thursday, uh, and I'd heard so much about the foundation, right? My cousin Caitlin's been there every year. My Aunt Sue, like my family, they're Oak Forest. They've got some strong ties. Is your Aunt Sue area. a dinosaur? Uh, she is not. <laughs> she is. Uh, she just she moved? Not, she's not moved. Uh, okay. she is, uh, but they're out that way, so they go every year. I'd heard so much about it. You did it last year. And uh, so I'm talking to Nick, uh, his girlfriend, his mom, and his dad, and his dad just keeps going like you look familiar you look familiar and then at one point he mentions he was like i used to run a hearing aid company called phonak i was like don wisher you were my boss like for the year you were there like we hadn't seen each other and so I, he was coming into the company as i was leaving back in like 2007 and we're having a conversation for like 15 minutes and it was just like what a small world connection just to, to meet the whole family in that span and realize we had already been connected and you had Interviewed with him or no, he came in, he you were came already in an employee. There. Yep, absolutely. And you were, he was were you like feeling the, it too? Like, I know this guy. I did, but I, I, I used to not listen to this so. guy in meetings. <laughs> no, he was like, oh, he was the national sales manager and I was an inside sales. So I had like my own direct boss, but he oversaw everything. 
You know what I mean? And so we, uh, but we always got along well. We, you know, I mean, even after I left, I came back and I did some stuff for the company. Um, but just what a consulting. Crazy, I did do some consulting. Oh, yeah. Jim. That well, is when you know you are valuable man, and wanted. Man. And, um, you know, can yeah. just take money from people. This time when I quit, I'm like, you guys need any consultants? So like, we're good. It's like, all right. Good knowing you. You sure? You to, we're fine. That's what I was trying to do when I left mm -hmm. the, uh, my industry. Sure. And I wrote the open letter to the sales industry. I did leave a door open for consulting. Did you, I, did you uh, put the open letter to the whole industry? I wrote an open letter to the industry. Did you post it on your LinkedIn? Just to say farewell. Uh -huh. I, I predate LinkedIn. Okay. Um, that probably affected my business. <laughs> but um, I started the paperwork to, mm -hmm. I wanted to develop a S Corp LLC sure. a foundation, nonprofit, <laughs> whatever it was. Uh, I was going to call it once over consulting. And I would come in and, uh, you know, give things a once over. Just look at it. Just give yeah. it a glance. Just check it out. It looks good. And, I'm uh, going to lunch. you know, if you want to give me a little extra, I'll, I'll take another glance. I'll, I'll, I'll two time <laughs> it. I'll look again. Good for you. We had consultants at Schwarz mm -hmm. that all of a sudden it was like, are you done consulting here? And they're like, we work here now. <laughs> That's what happens. We consulted them into hiring us. That's what happens. <laughs> that is what That's happens. That's a great consultant. That's like when Salesforce came in, you know, like they left four employees and it was just like, what the hell happened? Like, you not have enough room for them in the van? And they're like, no, they're with you now. Like they bring people in that then go to work for the company. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a very weird, I don't get it. It's a, it's very old school. Like, nope, they're your problem now, but you brought them here. Nah, we're not taking them with us. Who decides like to hire consultants? Like we're not doing things right. So we're bringing you in. But yeah. I'm the guy. That's the reason why we're not doing anything right. Okay, <laughs> thanks. What? I don't even get it. I do get the value of it if there's someone who like specializes in a thing and they can, you know, bring something different to the table. But what I think is crazy is like they get paid when they give you the idea. They don't get paid like upon it coming to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Like if you come in and you're like, we should probably stop selling paper, and then Shores pays them, you know, and then Shores like, hey, uh, we we don't have a business anymore. Because we stopped selling paper. They're like, we're out. We already got paid. We're done. We, if you want to bring us in for another consulting fee, we can't. Yep, like they don't, there's no performance basis in consulting, right? They just get paid for saying something and then they get to leave. Did you send down a note since you saw him on Saturday? I did not. You did not. I'm out of the business. You are out of the bit. That is, that is a good sign. World. That would have been, whew, that yeah. was, that's great, Jim. Yeah, I'm out of the business world. That's a good point or a bad point. I should send down a note right now. Don, I'm sending you an audio note on the podcast. If you Thank hear from you. him. Dear Don, it was a pleasure to see you again. Thank you for your time and the opportunity to speak. This is a time to send cards, Jim. It's Father's Day this weekend. I look forward to continuing. One of the biggest card sending holidays. There are five in the top five. That's how many are in the top five? Five? I think so. Let me check that. I would guess so. I know three. All right. No, I have four of them five. here. Do you, could you name the others? I think I, I see <laughs> Father's Day as number five, but I really see it more as number four right, on a lot of these on. lists. And the big card holidays. Big card holiday. So is this done by, like, so birthdays is out, right? Because it's not a holiday. It's not like just the cumulative number of birthday cards being the highest. That's not on the list. Uh, no, birthdays is in there. Okay. So, uh, birthdays, I would say is number one. Yes. And then I would go mother's. But some, but a specific birthday. Our Lord oh, and our boy. Savior. All right. So Jesus Christ. Jesus. Birthday? Jesus. Joe, I don't don't say it like that. What? Jesus That's Christ. That's the best way I've ever said it birthday? on this podcast. Normally it's muddled. 
This was this was good. Um, uh, I would say Mother's Day. Christmas is number one. Christmas is number one. Jesus' birthday. All right. I was giving it to you for birthday. Okay. Number two. Number two is Mother's Day. Okay. In my world. Uh, number three. I'm going to go Father's Day three. Okay. I'm going to go Father's Day three. I'm going to go, uh, is Easter four? This is U.S. only, right? This isn't world-based. Arbor Day is two. Mm-hmm. And Flag Day. Here's a dead tree. Mm-hmm. Happy Arbor Day. Mm-hmm. No, Christmas, Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, Valentine's Day. Ah. Ah. Okay. I forgot Valentine's Day. Then Mother's Day. Makes a lot of sense. Then I'm seeing Father's Day. Father's Day. Day. How do you skip Valentine's Day? And then Easter. Easter. That was my, yeah. I don't know. I was thinking like. I just wasn't thinking Valentine's Day. I was thinking holidays. There this are is why I'm always single. One point five Valentine's Day. One point five billion fathers mm-hmm. worldwide. Three hundred million of them out for cigarettes right now. That's how many daddies there are. Mm-hmm. Two point two billion moms. Unreal. There's more moms. That's why they get more cards. I guess it is like fifty percent more moms. But we got about sixty six mildo of those daddies in the states. <laughs> 66 Mildo of those daddies is the episode title, by the way. I just want to say that right now. 66 Mildo of those daddies. So happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Um, We had a, um, well, there was a dad on our list here to discuss because there's a new documentary out about Bob Saget. Yeah. I haven't um, seen it yet. Haven't seen it either, but but very quick. It's out. Yeah, real quick. Uh, Not a lot of time at all. Is it just like season one of Full House? I think it is. Mixed up with a couple of roast clips. Where you look. Yeah, right. Just his, his appearances on Entourage, just like early Bob Saget. I don't know. It's mostly America's Funniest Home Videos. Everything with this Bob Saget story is happening quickly. Yes. Like, Except for. It was like he died. Then mm-hmm. it was like kind of sketchy. Mm-hmm. Then they like closed documents. Yeah. yeah. Then there was le- like, what's going on with this? I have no idea. And now here's a documentary. Documentaries out right away. Already? And is this like the only one? Is there going to be competing documentaries? That's what I want to know. Right. Like there's got to be more. This is going to be like Firefest, like we're Hulu and Netflix and everybody's putting them out at the same time with the different versions. You know, but this one's on Netflix. Yeah. So seems legit. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the Norm one either. Norm one's great. I got to dive in here. But uh, the Bob Saget documentary called Dirty Daddy. Yeah. Which you might not want in your browser history. <laughs> Watching Dirty Daddy. We got 66 mildo of those Dirty Daddies here in the States. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Dirty Daddy. Uh-huh. That's just to shock all of us because he was the, the dad from, he's Danny Tanner. Yeah. He's the full house dad. I think, but that was his demeanor, right? Like he was, like he was America's dad, you know, between that and, and America's Funniest Videos. And then, uh, and then he was dirty doing stand-up. Yeah, it's a weird name. I'm 100% with you on that. It is a very weird name. Did you have, like, were you, were you a big Phil, Full House guy? No, that's, uh, that was just yeah. after. So it was kind of like, I was a little bit too that old. That was mine. It. Yeah. Did you have like a- uh, You were into it. You had yeah. like a Kimmy poster. Oh yeah. In I your room? I still do. I have a Kimmy Gibbler poster. Were you um, into- uh um, the pink bunnies on my wall. It's a, uh, it's a reference from the show. See- you can kind of tell people like I'm a Kirk Cameron kid mm-hmm. or a Candace Cameron yeah. kid. Yeah, I was right in the middle. I I split the Candace uh, the, the Camerons. I did. I was uh, I watched Growing Pains and Full House. I was kind of right in that perfect wheelhouse. I've been meaning to text my sister because she had like posters of Ricky Schroeder and Kirk Cameron <laughs> in her room, and they both turned out to be complete <laughs> psychos. Like everybody in that teen bop, everyone totally. had Tiger Tiger totally. Beat, totally Scott Baio. Oh. 
Scott Bayo, Ricky Schroeder, still Kirk Cameron, all, all turn out to be complete donuts. Awful. My friend Rob still regrets his Paula Abdul pillow, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she turned out to be a little nuts, though. Did she? I mean, just always messed up on American Idol and everything, right? Well, she was... Um... Every time I thought she would take two steps forward, <laughs> she would take two steps back. I always enjoyed... Did Paula, did she, was she, did she go nuts or something? I just think she was always like, I remember her always being like drunk and on American Idol, like was the, was the assumption, wasn't it? Oh, like I Everyone she thought was. she was on pills and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I shouldn't be making fun of that. I don't know. Here we go. Um, I definitely will check out the Bob Saget documentary. Let's come back to that. Um, we got a lot more from this weekend we got to cover too. I mean, Michigan City had an incredible Brimley effect happen that we haven't even covered yet. Dude, I didn't even realize that it was happening. Neither did I. And I didn't check out the last, I do remember we jumped into like the John Records, Landecker, the yeah. radio vibe, and we yeah. hit on Eddie and Jobo. Yeah. And then what there, happens? Friday night in Michigan City, boom, is the voice of United Auto Insurance. Unbelievable. Eddie Volkman Eddie in Volkman. the audience from Eddie and Jobo. Eddie Volkman is a Chicago radio legend. He was uh, for years the morning host on B96 with Jobo. Eddie and Jobo were huge here in Chicago and uh, total legend. He still has a radio show. Yes, he does. His father, also Chicago legend. His dad, Harry Volkman. Harry Volkman. Here's a little fact about Harry Volkman, and this is topical because last night we had the air raid sirens going off on the south side. Did you hear them by you too? I did not, no. Okay, so there was. I was out south. Oh, I missed it. I, got, I went to Riddles, but I went later. So there was a tornado, mm -hmm. more than a tornado watch. Yeah, there was a warning. There was a warning. Yeah. Which, by the way, I just got a tornado watch. Do you like this? It's very nice. <laughs> the bezel spins. Yeah, it's like a cyclone right there. Mm -hmm. and the, uh, It's real nice. <laughs> the um, tornado warning. There's four games going on at Beverly Park. Yep. Siren goes off. I'm like, all right, time to roll. Yeah. No. There were like <laughs> parents looking at their phone. They're like. It's going towards Oak Lawn. <laughs> it's not even coming near. I go, you know what? I know people in Oak Lawn, and if Oak Lawn gets devastated by a tornado right now, I don't want word on the street that we were just here playing baseball. <laughs> Maybe we can go home and, like, check out what's going on next door to us. Right. Also, isn't Oak Lawn close enough to where if it was going toward Oak Lawn, you don't want to be in the, in the shrapnel range? This is the new reaction. You don't want baseball bats flying... Oh, Where's the siren for you, mandating? We're free. We're not listening to a siren. You think it's the, it's the bottom of the six, and we're down 14 to two. We might come back. <laughs> They're salvaging a seven-year-old baseball game. <laughs> I go, we're leaving. We're just going to go. That it, shit's in Oak Lawn. It'll never cross the city lines. I mean, they're they're really like in the, looking at the Doppler. That's crazy. Like, can we just. That's crazy. What do we. Yeah. Maybe just go home. Maybe yeah. just go home. I agree. So that was the, uh, that was the night, uh, that was just last night. Yeah. So the tornado tie-in is Eddie Volkman, his dad, Harry, who was a weatherman. He gave the first tornado warning on television. Sure. The first meteorologist to do that. And it was really controversial. Like the military, I guess, was all pissed off. They thought it was going to send everyone into a panic. <laughs> like Why? people were going to just go nuts. Because, just because he gave it? Yeah. Because like, oh, there's going to be a tornado? Like. They thought that it was better to not tell people. Oh, wow. And just hope. Yeah. And just, that's insane. Very insane. So what ended up happening? 
nothing. People appreciated it. They realized wow. the value of in course. it. And that's why we're, we're still giving people a heads up. Um, and, and then did the tornado uh, drill start from there? I'm assuming they weren't doing the drills first. Well, I think the site, I don't know when they started do, doing those sirens, maybe okay. for war or something. Because ah, okay. there's another Chicago lore in 1959 when the White Sox won the pennant. Uh-huh. Mayor Daly turned the sirens on and there were a lot of people confused, scared, pissed <laughs> off because this is during the Cold War. You know, oh you're thinking God. that they could drop a, the Russians could drop a bomb on us any oh, day. Well, so much has changed. And they turned the sirens on. Unbelievable. That's yeah, now crazy. People are, uh, now people are ignoring, ignoring the sirens. <laughs> but yeah, that was a Brimley effect, dude. It was uh, really cool to see Eddie out there. Uh, Marianne Ahern was out there. What? Another Chicago legend. Can I, t can I tell a story of how I knew Eddie was at the show? Y yes. Um, so there was a guy who worked there. Uh, who They were telling a story about a guy who worked there who used to work at a very popular bar here in Chicago called Crowbar. Right. And Crowbar oh, yeah. was like a really cool, hot bar. Right. Like back in the 90s. Right. And uh, did you ever go there? I did not. I was uh, I think even like in the early 2000s, it was still very cool. And I was not. So once I was of age, I just never went there. But there was a guy uh, there saying, oh, yeah, one of the dudes here, like guy, leather jacket, uh, recognized one of the bouncers because he used to bounce at Crowbar. And you go, is Eddie Volkman here? <laughs> and it was Eddie Volkman. And that was the funniest thing in the world to me. <laughs> I saw him earlier. That's how I knew. Oh, okay. I saw him out there. <laughs> but you put the way that he together. Was, well, he was describing him as like, there's a guy down there who looks like a mob boss. <laughs> and I had just seen Eddie and he had borrowed a coat from Donnie Brasco. Okay, I did not know you had seen Eddie. And a medallion from, uh, it was a great medallion. It was a great medallion. Cause you're like, there's a guy, they're like, there's a guy here in like a mob boss jacket who recognized this guy from Crowbar. And you go, oh, Eddie Volkman. And they're like, yeah, I think that is Eddie Volkman, actually, which is just hilarious to me. Okay, now I, I know the context. Still, I love that you picked him out as the one guy there who would recognize someone from working at Crowbar. Well, flatter that he came out there, dude. I had Very not cool. seen Eddie Volkman. I did a, a show with him one time on a, um, on a boat. Yeah? Well, it was a podcast, actually, and it was me and Skilling. Okay. And he interviewed us on the Wendella. Oh, wow. As we floated on the river. You ever go on the Wendella? That was no. like a field trip back in... Uh, is this real? You're on a boat with Tom Skilling and Eddie Volkman? Yes. <laughs> like Chicago's biggest like weatherman and yeah, 90s we were, radio DJ yeah, and was, Pat McGann just floating. Podcast. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Whose podcast was this? Eddie's. Un uh, <laughs> and it was like attended. Like they, he had uh, people come out. He sold tickets and then we came out and uh, it was, you heard it while we were riding on the, uh, on the river. Just you and Skildo. Those yeah. were the guests that day. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it was a good time. It was, um, dude, I had another random this week. I uh -huh. sent this to my, so this is like, I sent this to my mom. I was on WGN radio uh -huh. and um, they're like, um, we're going to do one segment and just one because uh, we have another guest right after you. We have Chubby Checker. <laughs> like Chubby Checker. That's awesome. Still going? Come on, baby. And then they posted on uh, like Facebook or like they've created a meme and it was like tonight's guest and they had me and Chubby Checker. <laughs> So I had to send it to my yes. parents. It's like, guys, yes. I'm on with Chubby Checker tonight. That's incredible. That is awesome. Let's twist Did you again. Get to meet him? Uh, no, no, it was radio. I was calling in from. Oh, from I'm Michigan sorry, you were City. calling in. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't realize it was one of the call-ins. You had done. Uh, you did a ton of media this week, dude. dude you were all that, over. That's like Chubby Checker. The night before, we're with Tony Larusa. Sure. 
And I got to talk to Tony LaRusso with my dad sure. about 1983. Incredible. And then the next, they won the division that year. 84, they had a whole campaign. Let's do it again. Yeah. That was their Oh, yeah, theme. yeah. Like, let's do it again like we did last summer. That's Chubby Checkers. Thursday song. night. And then the next day I'm on with CC. Unbelievable. Chubby Checks. CC. <laughs> That's great, <laughs> Don't man. Don't you love that name? Chubby Checker is, what is a his great real, name. What do you think Chubby Checker's real uh, name is? Uh, Chubbles Checkerston. <laughs> I think he just shortened it. I think it was uh, I think it was a real easy name change. Some people are just born with the name for their job, you know? And then I was on with Obese Chess. <laughs> Solid hot dog right there. Ernest Evans. Dude what? loved alliteration. Why didn't he just go by that? Ernest Evans? Ernest Evans, born in South Carolina. Yeah, Myrtle Beach area. Ooh, I, I love that. Don't you see this on um, Wikipedia whenever it says like, like a, a there's like a section called controversies. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, oh boy. Let yep. me click let on me that. Just see what we're allowed to say about this person. Mm-hmm. Let me formulate an opinion. What, in uh, 2013, Checker sued HP over a WebOS application with the same name. The ah. application, before being pulled in September 2012, was used to unscientifically estimate penis size from shoe size. Come on. Yes. This is real. This was a, uh, they called it a chubby checker. <laughs> what? <laughs> And how did they even do this? No idea. But Chubby started the twist. Did you like send a picture of like your penis and your foot? And then like, how does this, you like scan them in? What year was this? Was this pre-smartphone? I don't know, but his song, The Twist, was named the biggest chart hit of all time. Yeah, number one ever. By Billboard magazine. Which is the second most impressive thing about this. They launched an app that would allow you to, <laughs> can we, how are we not talking about this more? You know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like the Brannock device. It really does. The Chubby Checker Brannock device? Mm-hmm. To measure shoe size and uh, girth? This is... <laughs> Insane. They settled out of court, by the way. I think he's, uh, he was asking for a million dollars. The app wasn't that popular either. Let me say that. It only been downloaded 84 times at a cost of 99 cents each. So he was suing a company that had $83 in, uh, in revenue. And they settled out of court? He, su- he sued for a million. He got 700000 but he said it felt more like eight fifty. I'm not seeing anything on his site, Jim, and I'm scared to click on stuff because it uh, looks like... <sighs> The website was built many years ago. And we, we could get uh, we could get in trouble. Oh yeah, if you click on very, something. Yeah, I agree. He's not keeping up with the times, huh? But he's probably going to be out there at one of these fests in the summer. You know, I would like that. People are going to be twisting again, like they did like last that. summer. Just like they did last summer. It's a scorcher out there. Uh, the heat wave here uh, across the U.S. It's it's happening everywhere, huh? You probably got a ninety-seven degree day today. Yeah, it's really hot, and uh, I know this is not your favorite time of year. Not mine. A lot of uh, perspiration. I uh, just leave my car running the entire time. Well, the good thing uh, is we're headed to Richmond, Virginia yes, to cool off. Yes, real. Known for its cool temperatures, Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, we're going to be at the Sandman Comedy Club. Really excited for that, man. To go back to uh, more 50s, 60s songs. <laughs> Mr. Sandman or Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Uh, one of Mr. my favorite Sandman. characters. Absolutely. That'll be really fun, man. I've never spent any time in Richmond. Do we have any Richmond brands? You're about to find out why. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. We want to find out. I want Very to much looking forward to being there. Yeah, I want to know what there is to do in Richmond. Have you ever been? Um, I have been to Richmond. I did a show there with Sebastian. I also, my buddy coached at the University of Richmond. The oh, yeah. Spiders. The Spiders. 
And he was taking on um, my buddy at William & Mary, not too far there, Williamsburg, Virginia. That's one of the uh, Queens colleges. Yeah, that's where you, um, that's, I was, I had a bit about going there when I was a kid, the vacation, that was uh, where we would go. Oh yeah. Get heat stroke <laughs> as a young child, learning how to churn butter and go into <laughs> Thomas Jefferson's church. This is where George Washington, and then you put your hands in the, you put your head through the, the torture thing in the middle of the square and you get your picture. Take my picture. So yeah, Richmond, uh, I believe it was at the capital of the Confederacy. They had the monument street that was, uh, I think that removed a lot of the, the traitors, yeah. the traitors that you would were celebrated for so long. The Confederate soldiers, Confederate generals that fought against us, took up arms Yes, against old glory. And I'm, perhaps I'm a little bit, more ticked off about that. I know it's bringing up old stuff, but it's really flag day and I get a, you know, a little perturbed. I really wish I could play grand old flag right now in the background. I wish I had that <laughs> capability while you did this little rant. Just something real Americana. <laughs> well, you know, that anger comes out. I have not had a uh, pastry in many days. How you doing? Um, um, eating a lot of cookies. Oh my, big cookie. I feel like no sponsored. pastry no month pastry has turned into heavy cookie month. Wow. I think I, next month I'm going to have to give up cookies. I think that might be it, which awesome. I could use a pastry. You know what I mean? I think it'd be nice to switch. I was out to dinner last night and, uh, their whole dessert menu was listed as pastries. So it was like ice creams listed as a pastry. I'm like, I can't even, I can't do anything. Are Where you were kidding you? me? We just said Huck Finn. Out in your neck of the woods, over on Cicero, and uh, the they got donuts, they got real pastries, they got, but everything was listed under pastries. I'm like, I can't, I don't know the delineation. Is a brownie a pastry? It's Huck Finn Donuts is the name of the place, right? It is, but it's like a 24 hour restaurant. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, so, but it is. You're right. I mean, they have donuts, which is they are a pastry. I know. So that. you couldn't dive in. Couldn't dive into anything. I almost um, I had to settle for pancakes. I almost convinced myself that apple pie wasn't a pastry. I don't know if it is. It is. How is it? It's the mother of pastry. Okay, that's fair. It does a rich the, flaky crust. It's the queen. It is the queen. Uh, it is. A, yeah. Okay. I can say. What about cheesecake? Cheesecake? No. Right. Because there's no. Like there has to be something. Flaky I don't think about cheesecake is a pastry. Right. There's no. got to be. No, no. You can eat that, Jim. Okay. All right. They had it there, but it was under the pastry list, so we didn't do it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, anyway, I am, I am on, I'm completing it. I'm going to do my best to get through the day that is through great. the month. That is great discipline. Have you, 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 you've, you've held steady so far? Yes. Yeah. Good. Uh, uh, Hell yeah. We're doing it. It does feel more than 14 days. It's not easy at times. If I'm being honest, the pastries, I had no idea how, how, how everywhere they were. You want to talk about a Brimley effect everywhere I go, everything's a pastry now. Well, they're very enjoyable and I feel bad about not supporting these bakeries that I had been it's going to be double down July. Dipping in and out of. It is going to be double down July. You're going to be good to go. All right. Well, I have another uh, quick one today, Jim, because I have to go pick up. My daughter is at camp. How about this camp? It's a STEM sports so, camp. Oh, okay. So they do like science in the morning and then they play basketball. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's amazing. Isn't it? Why? I don't know. It's just like, they're just, you want to get your kids out of the house and not have to pick them up at, at, at noon and then drive them to their other location. So STEM they're in, sports. They're in a lab and then they're, they go in the gym. Oh I kind of like it. Do they get to wear the same goggles? 
Like for like the Horace Grants? Like Kareem? Oh, they, yeah. Yeah, they wear them to dissect a frog and then just keep them on and go outside and play some hoops. <laughs> Grants like Horace. That's it. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I feel like um, she's enjoying it. And, you know, we were in a uh, lab the other night at the Fuel Museum. Yeah, we were. Our green room was a science it lab. It was a science lab. There were like random dinosaur bones and shit hanging out in there. Jim was, uh, we were just about to go on and I was like, let's go. And you're like, let me wash my eyes. <laughs> and he went to the eye station. That's not exactly what happened. You were almost done dissecting the, <laughs> we had like the open gas lines we on did. the. We did. But that was just to lighten the mood a little bit. You know, we just wanted to loosen everybody up before the event. I do think sometimes, um, you know, you wonder if you're on the right path and you're like, oh yeah, I'm getting dressed at, in, in a classroom at the Fume <laughs> Museum in front of a skeleton of a. <laughs> Things are tracking. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> exactly the life I wanted. No, that was a beautiful venue. Oh, we haven't even mentioned Crystal Lake. Man, we yeah, we haven't even- Saturday night, Absolutely. we went to uh, Bedford Falls. Unreal. We went to the small town out there. We met some more brims out there as well. Thanks to everyone who was at that show too, man. Incredible. What Not a night, close. Dude. What a night. I got two emails on the way out there that my iPass was replenished. <laughs> While on the way there. Believe it. Kept getting messages. I believe it. We just refilled it again. Where the hell are you going? Are you lost? <laughs> Crystal Lake, uh, great town. The Rouse Center, performing arts, beautiful theater. Beautiful venue. And that town has actually um, exploded more than from yeah. when I was there. Going, um, when I used to book Lucy's there and I did a... Um, I did a comedy camp there. Well, we used to, we did science in the morning. Sure. <laughs> right, right, right. And then I would say, oh, you guys want to do some jokes? Put the, uh, take, All right. your, take your lab coats off. It's time to knock, knock. Mm -hmm. Put down your beaker. <laughs> yeah. The um, town, they have a Moretti's there. Yeah, yeah, they do. My dad and I, my dad came out. We had a great time. Yeah, it was awesome. Drove out. Um, we, we ate across the street at a place called Jude's. Okay. Small plates. All right. Small cups too. There you go. Everything there was small. They match. But, uh, the food was excellent. Yeah. Good. And being back out there was, was phenomenal. Theater's great. You crushed it. You did, man. John DeCoss. So John, Maggie, all Maggie weekend. Hughes, Apollo. Maggie's so funny. She killed it, um, man. Friday night as well yeah. in Michigan city. And great to see her there Saturday, uh, Saturday night too, along with John DeCoss. So yeah, man, it was a action packed weekend. Excellent. Thank you again for, for being there. For I know it's a lot of hustling, running around, and, um, you know, as a reward, we get to go to Richmond. Unbelievable. To the Sandman <laughs> this weekend. So Let's come on it. out. June 15th. What did we got? 15, 16, 17? 16th through 18th, I believe. We'll be back home for Dirty Daddy Day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you red-eyeing it? Uh, dude, I haven't booked my flight yet. I get to be the first person to see you on you Father's Day. Tell me yeah. what flight you got. All right. Richmond, Virginia coming up. Come on out and see us. I'm, uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Virginia is for lovers. It is. And it's for air conditioning. If it's is 100 that, degrees like this. Is that what they say? That is what they say. It's part of the slogan. Well, then we're going to fit right in there, yeah, lover. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Jim, don't <laughs> say him again. I keep... <laughs> At the top of this episode, we should say drink every time Jim says JC. <laughs> anything you uh, want to plug? Any banter? Anything we got to uh, go through? Before I run to the basketball science. No, I think we're good. I got some uh, some great feedback, though, from people recently. Really, a lot of people reaching out with some great comments on the podcast. Just want to say thank you there uh, while I'm stalling and looking for reviews real quick. What about you, Patrick? I think that our podcast numbers are better than they've ever been. Yes. I saw them recently. I'm so excited. And, dude, we are really plugging it on the road. So welcome, everyone, that's given us a shot Especially those first podcasters. Remember I said this. We want to be your first. Yeah. 
We are ready, and uh, we're going to be back at it next week. We'll talk about Richmond. We'll talk about Father's Day, and we'll uh, hopefully hear from some brims and address what's going on out there in the world. Jim. Happy Father's Day to all the Mildos and Dirty Daddies listening to this. I wanna, I'd like to unsay that. I want to grab that. I'd like to get that off of the record. Make that a soundbite. Oh, and we did have someone reach out claiming to be the peaster that agreed with you on the podcast. Uh, I haven't been able to confirm it. Uh, uh, I, I still think it very well could have been a, uh, a pseudonym of yours, one of your burner Apple uh, iTunes accounts. Um, but I, I think Paula is taking credit for it. I don't know. I, my investigation is not concluded. We'll see who it really was. The opinion, the opinion and perspective given in the review makes me very confident that it was Paula. Pat McGann. One of the chief brims. Sits on the council of brims. Unbelievable. Brim Elder. All on right. the council indeed. Everybody, have a wonderful week. Happy Father's Day to all the Dirty Daddies. And uh, tune in next week when we find out more about nothing.